0: Hey, this is Catherine from Flock of Nerds, and you're listening to The Cartridge Club. Weekly! Weekly!
1: I'm player one. This is my brother, player two. Uh, If you are new to The Cartridge Club, let me quickly explain what Cartridge Club Weekly is all about. This is our weekly news show where we cover topics in the gaming news, uh, in the the zeitgeist of gaming. As well, we're going to talk about some of the goings-ons of the Cartridge Club. The Cartridge Club, if you're unaware, is a community of online content creators, gamers, collectors, and just generally good people. We all get together on Twitter, on our forums, uh, we play video games together, and we have a good time. Uh, if you're a douchebag, do not apply. Oof. Uh, we also attempt to not curse in these episodes. Um, So please bear with us. We will oftentimes swap in the phrase Patrick Swayze for uh, curse words. Are you clarifying that for people who were confused on Twitter? Uh, I'm clarifying that for anybody who's a new listener because, as you know, every episode is a new listener. So we're going to go through a couple different segments in this show. Mm -hmm. Uh, As every week, we're going to open up with news topics. What do you got for me, Mark?
0: Uh, Just before we get into news, just to want to give an update that I will be getting a haircut. Um, You'll probably see me with this hair one more week. And then it will be cut off. My license renewal is coming up. And
1: I need a new picture. Speaking of license renewal, funny story. I went to do my in-routine for work. Uh, In-routine is basically I walk around and get a bunch of signatures from people who don't give a Swayze. I don't understand why. And uh, because I'm posted to a new unit. And it turns out my driver's license had been expired since January. Wow. So they wouldn't sign off on my ability to drive military vehicles until I had that rectified. So I was on my way to the DMV. And not 10 minutes after finding out that my license had been expired since January 19th. Did my insurance company call me and say, hey, we're just doing a renewal on your insurance, and we noticed your insurance has expired? And I said, what a crazy cosmic world we live in. Wow, that is bizarre.
0: You think maybe something pinged off when they were... uh (laughs) Uh, Maybe. I don't know. So how long ago was your insurance expired?
1: No, my my insurance has been good. It is good. (laughs) It's renewing in August. So it it was just a case of they were going to do the renewal, and they were like, oh, wait. This guy's been...
0: Oh, your license
1: is expired. My they license, called you yeah. to tell you that.
0: Oh, I see. I yeah. see. So if you had got an accident, I wonder if that would have avoided
1: your insurance. No, I'd have been good. I just would have had to go get my... Geez, I don't know. Glad I didn't have an accident. I don't either.
0: Also, how did it go with the DMV?
1: Uh, it took about uh, 28 minutes. But you didn't have to do a test or anything? No, you walk in. Uh, he says, have you passed out, blacked out, uh, drug out, gone out, hung out, or stood out in the last uh, five years? <laughs> I said no. He asked about uh, my vision, if it was good, blurry. Uh, was I able to see all the colors? I said yes.
0: Okay, um, just, wait, you, you had a color test? No. There's no you test. You son of there's a... There's no test. He literally, he literally
1: just said, ask a bunch of questions, I said no to everything, and then he gave me a piece of paper and said, go over there and get your picture.
0: Um. What else was I going to say? Uh, even though it expired. I thought if you did it after you expired, you had to redo your test and everything. That's good to know. No. Mine, I have, I'm getting it done next week. But anyway.
1: Alright, that's all I want to say. Let's get into news. News. That's Did the you... first ever What Have You Been Up To segment we've done in over 56 episodes.
0: <laughs> I thought it not
1: ha- supposed to be What Have You Been happy, Up To. Uh, happy one year and, and two quarters of a month.
0: Is that, what is that?
1: It's half a month. So when was our one year? Uh, Four, two episodes ago.
0: Why didn't we say anything?
1: I you just realized? I didn't notice until
0: then. Fair enough. You remember so, Pokemon Go? I do remember Pokemon Go. Uh, there's been some news about that this weekend. Ooh, What hmm? happened? So they had this big get together. This is when they were gonna launch legendary Pokemons. Pokemon? Yep. Pokemon. So and uh yeah, so they had this big get together. All the people flew when it was in Chicago, and all of their servers went down, just like when we used to play.
1: No way. <laughs> that
0: hasn't changed apparently. Um yeah, a lot of upset people. They had a refund to refund everybody, give a hundred dollars worth of Pokecoins coins out, gave everybody the free legendary Pokemon that they were releasing that day.
1: Wow. Yeah. Big upset. But blown away how many people are still playing Pokemon Go. Yeah, well, hey, you know what? When something is hot, it's hot. And a yeah. lot of games like that, people will put it aside, and then when something new comes out, they'll be like, oh, yeah, I remember I used to like that a lot. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't all bad. After the
0: show, they released a lot of legendary Pokemon in the town, so people could go out and travel together and collect them. 440,000 legendary Pokemon were caught that weekend. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, and like some, some odd million number that, of actual all Pokemon caught. That's a ridiculous amount. Oh, I know. This is a weekend.
1: It's really hard for <laughs> me to watch you from here.
0: Well, just, you know. Try watch, you your
1: the, watch you on the screen.
0: Yeah, this looks hilarious.
1: Okay, <laughs> I got some news. Yeah, go. I got, actually, if you notice in the document that I'm sure you checked this month, this week. I went to look for it this morning. Was not there. Nope, made it uh, two hours ago. <laughs> uh, special shout out to Melissa, a.k.a. the mighty Q-Dog's wife, uh, a.k.a. Mrs. Q-Dog, <laughs> a.k.a. the one console queen, mm-hmm. a.k.a. Uh, the splat Swayze, mother Swayze. <laughs> Um, She's good at that game. She is. Man. And uh, she said, uh, How's that shared document coming this week? And I was like, mm. She said and, that? I missed that. She actually said, uh, Why don't you put that in the shared document that P2 won't read? And I laughed and I was like, Oh, yeah, you can't read it. That is funny. I didn't see this tweet. No, so uh, it wasn't a tweet. We were playing Splatoon together. Oh, okay. That makes she's sense. She's my uh, afternoon delight. Uh, mm. Yeah. We get together, we play Splatoon. Many nicknames.
0: Why are you playing Splatoon in the afternoon?
1: Um, uh, I'm home. <laughs> You're home? Seriously? Yeah.
0: My God, are you off this week?
1: No, no. All right, let's move on. So uh, Doomfist is now officially leaving the PTR, and it's a public test realm. Oh. And uh, he is uh, he's available to play, so you can now get over to Overwatch on your platform of choice, whether that be PC, PS4, Xbox One, and get to fisting, everybody. That is not his tagline, I hope. I think so, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's... Uh, Take it all, I think is what he says, because oh. then, then he punches oh, you with his God. fist, his five-fist. This must count as cursing. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Anyway, Doomfist coming up. So I, 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 I organized the news up topics in a, in a logical sequence here, if you notice.
0: I did not notice. Yeah,
1: so that was my first one. Doomfist is now available. Pretty excited. Going to try and get some fisting in this weekend with the crew. Well,
0: I'm happy to hear that. Um, I know that uh, there's going to be a lot of people who've been looking forward to fisting. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. Jake... Was talking about fisting with Trav or something? Oh, Jake a very. Yeah, he yeah. was talking
1: about it with Trav. Jake has actually been looking forward to the fisting for a while. I'm pretty mm. sure he, because uh, he even mentioned that he might practice some before he went live. So mm. he's also been watching a lot of videos on uh, on the fisting, on Doom yeah, fisting.
0: I might have to look into this myself just to see what it's all about. Yeah,
1: just go to Google and type in uh, Overwatch fisting. Yeah,
0: see what the hype, see what the hype's all about. Ice Platoon Two next as my uh, news topic, but I think we're gonna talk about that
1: later. Yes, we are. Yeah. Uh, so my next news topic is that the Overwatch League reveals minimum player salaries and benefits. So there's some actually some great detail in this. Is this wanna... More Overwatch news? Yeah, I, I lined them up. Do people really care about this stuff? Uh, only people who are awesome. <laughs> oh, I see. So minimum How much Overwatch guaranteed... you play this weekend. Uh, I didn't play any. Over? <laughs> oh no, I did. Tuesday, I played Overwatch with Musty. That is not the weekend. Suck it. <laughs> I said weekend. <laughs> it's a weekend if you don't work. Um, so Overwatch uh, announced the Overwatch League is a thing. It's a new eSports league. Uh, a minimum Ooh. salary of $50,000 per year for anybody who is a professional Overwatch player on one of the league's teams. Wow. As well. The team is That's guaranteed. Awesome. A team Now a team can be six players up to a maximum of 12 with some spares. Uh, a team is guaranteed 50% of the earned bonuses who's, from winning events. Who's paying this? They're... Uh, Blizzard, there will be $3.5 $3. million paid out over the course of the season with at least $1 million of that going to the championship team. So if a roster of 12 players wins the championship in Overwatch this first season, which is guaranteed to happen. The 12 <laughs> players isn't guaranteed, but somebody will win it. Um, if it's a full roster of 12 players, that's an extra $83,000 per player in season one. Um, wow. On top of the benefits that have to be guaranteed, the housing that has to be provided during the season. They provide uh, that too? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Man, this is ridiculous. Are you guys going to try and go for this? No,
1: I am. I am far from. No, is anybody in the club good enough to do this? The closest would be Will. Oh, Um, Pam's. uh, I can see that. Pam's significant other, Uh, and even uh, he—he is quite. And actually, possibly Riley. They're both very good, and Pam as well. They all hit diamond. Could they do the team? There's a level above diamond.
0: Oh, Um, what is that level?
1: Uh, I think it's just called Grandmaster one of my friends at work is actually a Grandmaster and uh, when I told him now at the time I believe Will was Platinum so when I told him that he said oh that's cute um, but uh, so I am, I'm so far removed, I don't know maybe because our job is Patrick Swayze um, but uh <laughs> I'm really excited for this. Uh, I'm really pumped to see some actual money into an eSports team to give some legitimacy mm. to video game sports. Uh, I am so far removed from being able to ever possibly consider that. Uh, and it's also, I believe, it's the PC teams only.
0: Oh, well, that's a big deal. We should have mentioned yeah. that from the start. Um, you just so, crushed a lot of dreams right there. Yeah, so
1: they're offering <laughs> a ton for this. Uh, the links to these articles, uh, we, articles uh, a lot of these articles this week are taken from IGN uh, just because they have the best... And most reliable source of news. Uh, All right, on the now
0: let's get to uh, some a topic that people are actually interested in. Let's just do this. All right, so no, none of this off. Overwatch. Moving off from Overwatch. Yeah, you know what? You know what people are talking about. You know what's hot right now? What's that? Walmart pre-ordering. Ooh,
1: yes, yes, yes.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, the Super Nintendo Classic pre-orders went up on Walmart. Uh, when was that, last week, this week, sometime this week?
1: Yeah, I believe it was early this week.
0: And, uh, yeah, a lot of people got uh, got the pre-orders in. A lot of people were happy. I believe they were sold out of pre-orders in 30 seconds. I don't think it was that fast. It was pretty quick. It was pretty, pretty fast, though, which goes to show the Six fervor. Minutes.
1: Yeah. Um, the desire and drive people have to uh, to get the system to use it for its intended purpose and not to scalp it and screw over their fellow man.
0: Well, we don't know about that, but it doesn't matter. What matters is that, uh, yeah, they, they pulled it all back. It was an error, they say.
1: Yes, uh, Walmart uh, released a statement saying there was a glitch in our system. We were not intending to release the uh, the, sp- the sales of the Super Nintendo Classic uh, mm-hmm, prior sales, to right. the launch date of September 29th. Oh, oh no, that's
0: not what they said. They said that it wasn't meant to go live. The actual launch date is the 29th. Stay tuned for more updates if it will be the pre-order date will be available before then. Oh, okay. So, this doesn't mean you won't be able to pre-order it. it just means that they, they messed up.
1: <laughs> right. So, what could have possibly happened here? Um, the story now, gets better, though. I know a lot of places, uh, EB Games specifically, uh, a lot of places in Canada, Best Buy, uh, Amazon, they reserve opening pre-orders until they receive their allocation numbers
0: yeah well we can speculate all day the the, the best part about this is that walmart people were tweeting out that they got their pre-order right right and walmart was tweeting out hey congratulations (laughs) congratulations that's awesome you got your hands on that pre-order that's great then they were like oh yeah sorry not meant to be the fact that walmart was congratulating people is what's so funny about this clearly they just clicked the button they had they're probably setting it up for when the pros are going to become available accidentally hit live as soon as it was done
1: yeah i'm assuming and then the that. internet went crazy people who run their twitter account aren't the same people who are setting up the website like, right people get mad about this like they think that you know it's being run like a youtube channel you're the one guy who does you know i make Christ. my thumbnails i upload my videos i write my scripts <laughs> i record my footage I edit it all there's one guy at walmart doing all, but there's not there's I mean, this is a massive multinational yes. company. There are dozens and like hundreds of people mm-hmm. involved in this process. There's a reason that when somebody on Walmart rep- replies to you on Twitter that it says their name at the end so they can True. identify who it was. That's um,
0: also why you see leaks of games being announced
1: in, uh, you know,
0: Walmart, Australia exactly or a game or whatever. Because this happens
1: all the <laughs> There's time. There's so
0: many people doing this.
1: You know, it just so happened that in this case, it was a pre-order for a very hot item mm-hmm. that a lot of people are very much expecting and waiting for and a lot of people chomping at the bit for pre-orders. Yes. You know what I mean? Uh, I have
0: a lot to say about this, and I'm going to save a lot of it for when we get to... CC Answers? No, nope, not even. There was a video that came out this week that discusses this highly, and I'm going to oh, save it okay. for that. Although I've already made it my... my...
1: We have a question in CC Answers regarding this as well. We do, we do. Um, so next up, Lost Sphere gets a release date. They do. So Lost Sphere is the, I think, I believe it's the successor to this, uh, not not a, not a spiritual successor, the actual sequel to um, Tokyo RPG Factory's I am Setsuna. I don't think it is. Uh, I am almost certain. What makes you say that? Did they say it? This article. Um, you click on that article because I, I don't verify think that. So it gets a release date announced, and it is January twenty third, two thousand. 18, Eighteen, which is coincidentally four days after my birthday, uh, so I went to the Square Enix website to pre-order this game.
0: Mm-hmm. You could uh, pre-order this a while back
1: to get the physical version of it. And so I remember talking about
0: this. I think when Rob was live on our weekly.
1: Sorry, I apologize. It, it just says that it is the next, the next game, game from Tokyo, RPG. and it plays exactly the same. Well, okay, yeah. <laughs> um, so I apologize. It, it's not necessarily the sequel. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to pre-order it uh, from Square Enix's website and. The game is forty nine ninety nine US dollars, which is full price for a Switch game, or you can get it for PS four, which is not full price for a PS four game. So, um, but uh, it's thirty three dollars shipping to buy anything from the Square what? Enix website, and I instantly said Swayze that Dude, because here's what you do:
0: you get Rob to add one to his order.
1: I imagine the shipping would just double no way I'm not paying th- I actually was talking to Rob today and I told him to cancel his pre-order because $33 for shipping is highway robbery Dude, Rob I day. just got four amiibos shipped <laughs> to me from Japan from a website called AmiAmi.com or dot whatever mm-hmm. um, four amiibos shipped with the express shipping uh, which means I got it in five days and it was only uh, $16 wow well, what a
0: difference um, so, so what did Rob say did you talk to him about this he
1: was. He said if there's a better option to get the game he will but he's going for a complete Switch collection he needs the game that's my boy Rob <laughs> All but right. I'm excited they got a release date because it's a game I'm very much looking forward to. My copy of I Am Setsuna arrived today. So if he's getting it anyway, I'm telling you, try and piggyback that order. I'm just going to wait, Mark, and I'm going to buy it on Amazon or I'm going to buy it at EB Games when it comes there. I was told you could only get it the physical three square inches. I bet website. you'd be able to get it on eBay for less shipping.
0: Yeah, no, it's going to be very limited, man. You're only able to. That's like that's like how you're guaranteed to have a limited game is if it has to be mailed. I'm not
1: paying thirty three dollars shipping for for a Switch cartridge. I'm not. I'm not doing it. You know what?
0: I'm not getting it anyway. So. It doesn't even. <laughs>
1: it didn't even cost me that much to mail the three pound CC mystery box to Ontario. I'm not paying thirty three dollars for a Switch cartridge.
0: That is a joke. I can't believe it's thirty three. Anyway, okay, let's move on. Uh, Ready Player One trailer. Did you see this? First of all, the yes. book. Have we ever discussed it on here? Uh, I don't believe so. It's a great book. Go read it. Good book. Good book. Ready Player One. Ernest Klein, I believe, is the name? Correct. Uh, yeah, did
1: you shoot, Did you watch the trailer? I did, yeah. What'd you think? Uh, the trailer looked like it was designed for people who hadn't read the book, and I'm okay with that.
0: Yeah. Okay, what did you mean? What well, did, the book
1: itself <laughs> is more about uh, puzzles and mysteries and being the smartest kid in the room. Um yeah. And the trailer looked like a hyped-up action movie. You're which right. Which the book is not about. That's a good point. Uh, there was
0: action scenes, and that's what they showed in the trailer. And I,
1: I, I don't believe... I believe the movie will be more indicative of the book because Steven Spielberg is directing it, and I have faith in him. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I do believe that this trailer was designed to draw the attention of people who hadn't read the book who might not otherwise be attracted to a movie about a kid who's playing video games where he has to memorize the uh, entire uh, exchange from a scene in war games. Yeah,
0: true enough. Also, um... Uh Dark Tower trailer kind of similar as well. All mm. right. Um Stranger Things Two, another big trailer that just dropped. Looks amazing. Yep. What'd you think? You liked it? I'm on board. Uh October twenty seventh, I believe, or something like that. Correct.
1: Man, October twenty seventh. That's Mary Odyssey too. It's also Assassin's Creed And uh, Wolfenstein. And Wolfenstein. That's
0: Unreal. Unreal. Okay, that's yeah. all I have for news.
1: Uh Thor Ragnarok trailer also came out that uh Did not watch that. Uh you should we'll watch it after this because it's actually quite quite amusing. Okay. Like uh, good or bad? No, good. Looks okay. looks like a good time. Okay, good. Okay, I have a couple more items. All right, what you got? The Nintendo Switch, uh, Nintendo gave its uh, first quarter 2018 uh, report to its stockholders, shareholders. And uh, they have sold four point... At that point, so this was uh, at the end of June, they had sold 4.7 million wow. Switches. Um, this doesn't include the Switches sold since the launch of Splatoon 2. Or Splatoon 2. Wow. Um, a lot of really strong sales numbers, especially and considering the Switch launched in the spring. Here's the thing: not in the holiday season.
0: I just want to say one thing. Um, this the Switch has been sold out still, so it, they've made one four
1: point seven million. Correct. That's that's really what the headlines yeah, should say. They're still. <laughs> I mean, they're not impossible to find if you go out with the purpose of looking for a Switch.
0: It, it will you, be sold. It you will likely be sold.
1: won't spend more than a week looking for one.
0: But that's my point. By the end of June, all of June stock was sold. Right. So. Up until June, they made 4.7. Right. So however many they make this month will also be added to
1: that. They they probably made five million and there was probably three hundred thousand that were exchanges and what have you. Mm, perhaps.
0: That's just crazy. 4.7 million already. Um how does that compare to Wii U? You
1: sure. Uh I believe it was more. Seeing as the Wii U only more. sold 12 million in a lifetime.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: Any- the, the Switch could potentially pass that this year.
0: The whole, mm, it's possible they passed the Vita now. That's now passed the Vita. Yeah.
1: Um. But anyway, st- sales are strong. Switches uh, opening year looking good. Yeah. Um. And strong, strong sales for Arms and Mario Kart as well. Oh yeah, Arms over a million arms in just yep. June.
0: Yep.
1: I- I'm blown away, dude. It's a it's a fun game. You have to play it to really understand it. Uh, which is the case with a lot of Nintendo games.
0: That's fair, but it's a new IP. It's a weird IP. I didn't. I picture maybe five hundred thousand.
1: Splatoon things. was a new IP and a weird IP, and it had one of the highest attach rates on the Wii U. I bet it didn't have a million in its first year. Splatoon? Yeah. Uh, uh, oh,
0: sorry. I meant to say first month. Oh, uh, we'll look that up. I'm curious. I'm curious too. I can almost guarantee it did not. I shouldn't say that. I'm gonna. I'll look it up right now. You go on to your next thing.
1: Okay. Um. So anyway, uh, good job. Uh, as a adopter of the Switch, it makes me feel it makes me happy to know that
0: yeah
1: possible strong sales mean potential longer lasting system. Um, plus, yeah, it's fun. Uh, Splatoon two. We're gonna talk about this more in our topic, but that launched uh, this week as well. It came out on Friday, um, and it reviewed uh, decently, uh, anywhere in the range from eighty three to above. Wow. and uh, it's uh, it's a it's a buttload of fun. It. it We're going to talk about it in our topic, so I'm not going to talk about it too much now, but uh, Splatoon 2 is now out on the Nintendo Switch.
0: I take it all back. Splatoon sold 1.6 million in its first month. There we go. But the Wii U was at 10 million sold at that time.
1: Right. So anyway, Mm -hmm. I I take it all
0: back. I apologize, Splatoon fans.
1: Didn't mean to uh, smirch it. Yeah, and Splatoon 2 sold 600,000 in its first three days in Japan only.
0: (laughs) Oh my god. You're kidding.
1: I'm not kidding. (laughs) All right. Japan only over 600,000. (laughs) <laughs> to put that in perspective, uh, the last Pokemon game that launched in Japan sold a little over a million in its first three days. Three
0: days. Oh my God. All right.
1: Yeah. Um, you got any more news? blots and headshots,
0: buddy. Final <laughs> Fantasy XV, multiplayer DLC. Oh, all right. Uh, I said news, not uh, things nobody cares about.
1: <laughs> uh, I'm super <laughs> indifferent towards this. I don't have the game on Xbox One, so I wouldn't even be able to play it with anybody if I wanted to. Hmm. I'm curious to see how they're gonna put it out there. Are you gonna play as the other player? People will. Want somebody else plays as Noctis. Is it gonna be a weird thing where there's two Noctises? Are you gonna be a Spirit Noctis? I'm interested to see how it goes. I didn't read. I didn't read too much about it because I don't have the ability to do it, or, or really the interest to even go back to Final Fantasy 15. I no longer own Final Fantasy. I I enjoyed that game when I played it. It was a great game. And since then, I have had no desire to play it again.
0: You should not. It's Final Fantasy. You'll Maybe 10 years from now, you'll want to play it again.
1: Maybe. Anyway, that's all I have for news. So we are going to leave the news segment. We're going to move into the next part, which is the Cartridge Club update. In this segment, you can expect to hear us give some announcements from the Cartridge Club. As well, we're going to talk about some of the podcast videos and blogs that came out this week in the club from our content creators that have been uploaded to www.cartridgeclub.org.
0: Who is this segment brought to us by? You said you were going to start
1: doing this. This segment is brought to us by the Start to Continue podcast. Oh my,
0: I think the whole, I, all of this is brought to, by, brought to us by them. Yes, yes.
1: So, first up, announcements. Um, Cartridge Club Portable, we are now into August. If you're listening to this, it is August or the last month of July. Grand Theft Auto Chinatown Wars, available on the PSP or Nintendo DS Everybody had a ton of fun with Tetris. Mm-hmm. Uh, blocks were flying. Scores were climbing. It was a real good event. The podcast itself uh, was awesome. Yes, it was. It was a, it was we a talk good about that time. Now? Oh, we'll jump to it in a second. I want to finish announcements. All right. Um, but, uh, so this month is Grand Theft Auto Chinatown Wars. This is a game I do not own. Uh, I may see if I can get it at the Barry Game Exchange.
0: Yeah, I don't even know what it's about. Is it, is it a full-fledged GTA game? I
1: don't know nothing. If you want to know, <laughs> ask Curtis Frizel on Twitter or from Girlfriend Versus, and he can tell you um, all about Grand Theft Auto Chinatown Wars.
0: Yeah, I gotta tell you, I'm excited for September too.
1: Oh yeah, I, too.
0: I don't want to. I don't want to uh, sh- overshadow August, but
1: holy crap, September! Yeah, don't do that. Give <laughs> Give August its chance. Speaking of go August, get it, August, go get it. We at Cartridge Club Prime will be playing Push Up the Game, and uh, we are going never to heard of it.
0: Never heard of it.
1: It's made by the same company that did Flower. Oh. Flower. Push up the flower game? Yeah. We're going to be playing Journey. Um, a game that everybody on the planet seems to love and I am extremely indifferent on.
0: If you're not good at it, you're not going
1: to enjoy it. I'm good at it. I can push up. Well, we'll see. But we are not doing this game alone. We are playing this with the crew at RF Generation. This is going to be their game of the month as well. That's huge. Collaboration. We are very excited. Uh, we're going to be co- uh, collabing with them for the podcast also. Super pumped. Can't wait to talk to Rich and the gang.
0: Yeah, so feel free to pipe in on either forum. I think our generation has, yes. I'm assuming, has a journey forum as well.
1: And we are also going to be uh, sliding in there the biggest journey fan known to man from a different podcast in the Carters Club. What? One of the guests. Oh, I see. So let's move into <laughs> podcasts this week. We'll start with Bonus Barrel.
0: All right. Oh, wait. Wasn't there another announcement? No, that's fine. Nope. Bonus Barrel. All right. Um... Oh my god! I don't. I can't read my notes.
1: Bonus Barrel. Uh, this was their last week for, yes, for the culture, culture topic. Yeah. And they talked about platforms. The now there was a lot of discussion in this game before they got to the in this podcast <laughs> before they got to the topic. It was good talk. Yeah. Uh, well, this is one of the strongest <laughs> Bonus Barrel episodes for me.
0: Oh my god! My notes. I don't um, remember. What
1: so Seiji talked this. about. Uh,
0: I have 2Dog, a- Super Nintendo Classic.
1: Like I don't know. I
0: don't. <laughs>
1: Eric had made a tweet. Uh, oh right, yes. Talking about pre-orders <laughs> in the Super Nintendo Classic and how Walmart essentially randomized the launch day.
0: Yes, my God, I completely agree with that. They now because it was
1: all on air, it's fine. But remember the,
0: the past like two weeks, I've been saying they either need to announce when the pre-order date is coming or don't do pre-orders at all. Remember right. I said that? I remember. And look what happened when it did. I mean, obviously it was a mistake. But what happens when pre-order just um, uh, comes out randomly, the release date changes. And you have a chance of not getting it at all. I.
1: But the release date is still December no, ju- 29th. No, it, it isn't.
0: The release date is gone. It's all They're all taken. That is the no, release date.
1: the pre-orders are gone.
0: But the pre-order is the release. There's, no, there's not going to be any on
1: the shelves. They're all pre-ordered. How do you know?
0: That's what a pre-order is.
1: How do you know that Walmart puts up for pre-order all of their stock and doesn't hold stock back for the shelves.
0: I mean, they might, but the whole time you're going to be thinking these are probably already gone. That's why you have to announce the pre-order date or don't do pre-orders.
1: I I don't think it's, I mean, we can, we can make educated guesses on the stock quantities of this system and whether or not it'll be difficult or easy to find. Mm. But this, I mean, I've seen a lot of people online saying how it's impossible to find these already. Well, they haven't come out yet. Of course it's possible to find them. You know what? I can't find a 2019 Mazda CX-5 either. But that's not the point. The point is, if that was in fact the pre-orders,
0: the people who wanted to pre-order will no longer be able to pre-order. If you can't get that day off, what if you're a doctor or something? You can't get that day off to go line up. You can't get it now. Your release date is that day, is the pre-order day. Now you're never getting a
1: Super Nintendo Classic. It's crazy. It takes that away from the the person. It does. I mean, we're assuming that Nintendo is not going to make enough. Uh, You're assuming that Nintendo, despite saying they're going to make considerably more than they made of the NES the NES Mini. Um, you said it yourself. They're not going to make enough.
0: No matter what they make. It no, won't, they will sell
1: whatever they make. It won't be enough. They will sell whatever <laughs> they make.
0: There's going to be someone who needed that pre-order spot and won't get it if it's randomized.
1: I stand by my statement from back in the Amiibo launch days, uh, the first few waves of Amiibo. Mm-hmm. If you want it bad enough, you will find a way to get it.
0: Mm, but that doesn't apply to everyone. Like if you're... Then if, you don't want it better. If you have a job you can't call in sick for and go line up, you're not going to get it if they randomize the pre-order day.
1: Who has a job they can't call in sick for? Somebody. Somebody has that job. Somebody has an important job. <laughs> but they just as well <laughs> might not be able to call in sick for the pre-order day. You can't. It's, it's possible. If I'm a police you're officer, right. I can't pre-order from the cruiser.
0: But it gives them two chances. You know what I mean? It gives somebody two chances rather than
1: me. I, I don't think Walmart doing what they did Uh, changes anything with regard... Whether or not they said, we're going to do pre-orders today at this time. Oh my God, you're so wrong, man. Because even if they said that, then everybody would still be... There would be more people. They would go faster.
0: Yes, you're exactly right. That's exactly what would happen, but they would have the chance to get it then. You know how Limited Run Games does it? They say, we're going to do it this day, at this time.
1: I've never heard anybody say that they're happy with the way Limited Run Games does anything. It
0: doesn't matter. It's fair. The way they do it is fair. It's not random. Random, which is
1: what Eric's point was, random is what ruins it. If they say, this is your chance... You've got two chances. You can line I agree. up. Now, and, and, and again, we're still just talking about Walmart, GameStop, Best Buy. Mm. Um, Nobody's actually done this. No. But well, I, this is what I'm saying. I don't want to happen. Right.
0: <laughs> I understand. I get it. Yeah. It shouldn't happen because you should have a fair shot. Everybody should have a fair shot. I don't believe everybody's going to get one. And that's fine with me. If I don't get one, that's fine. But I want the chance to try and get one. Right. I can't get an NES Classic, and I
1: like that I can't get one. It's, uh, it's a limited item they have said it's a limited release item Mm -hmm. and i believe that despite a lot of people in this world thinking that nothing should be limited and i should be able to get anything i want at any time no i don't think you should i I believe in limited items there's a reason that they exist
0: i I agree i'm Um, I'm on the same boat but everybody should have a fair shot
1: that's all i'm saying all right I'm, I'm, i'm on board with that
0: yeah not everybody's going to get it, an,
1: and I'm cool with that. You know, I, and, <laughs> and I realize, you know, yeah, it's, it's a toy. It's a video game, and it's not right that a video game be restricted. Well, you, can, <laughs> you can buy these games digitally. You this can, isn't water. And there's been <laughs> limited this edition of games forever. Like,
0: um, But what else I was going to say is I'm, I don't think I'm getting a Super Nintendo Classic
1: anymore. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm related to this. <laughs> I just don't think I'm going to get one. Um, I've really been enjoying using my Vita, yep. and uh, I think I'm just going to get something that you might already have.
1: Oh cool.
0: But yeah, um I so, know we're talking to talk about bonus barrel. <laughs> bonus barrel talked about that a bit. <laughs> they talked about that. Um yeah, they talked about like um uh, being attached to your console, being a fanboy for one console or being a super fan for one console. Um and and why that is and how that is. And and Seiji had a good theory that it started when it, when Sega was doing those commercials saying you know, No, I agree. It's Sega's fault. Yeah, Sega does, but Nintendo don't. Yeah. <laughs> That's where it started, he thinks. And I'm trying to think of something before that, and I can't think of anything. No. Were, were there Atari and ColecoVision like uh fanboys? I don't know. I don't
1: think so. I don't think there was a war back then. Did Sega there, created did they the. Do even have fans of those systems? Mm, my goodness. Um, <laughs> no, I, I agree with that statement. Uh, I believe that it start. if it didn't start, it ignited. The, it, the, the flame grew at that point. Mm-hmm. And uh it is it's ridiculous to be that way. And like what you like. Mm-hmm. Let somebody else like what they like. Bingo. And if you don't like it and somebody specifically asks you, tell them your reasons. Yeah. Don't be upset that they also still like if Pam Pam is the best example. If you go to the cartridge club forums, Pam went on there and she talked about uh platform exclusive platforms that she likes and that she doesn't like and stuff. Yeah. She talked about Nintendo and, you know, one of the things she said was, and I'm paraphrasing here so Please don't. Uh, Please, don't, don't Please don't paraphrase, Pam. Please don't paraphrase. I'll be him. right. Um, <laughs> she mentioned that the Wii U had a lot of great games mm-hmm. that she enjoyed, but she thought it was uh, a bit uh, foolish that Nintendo made the gimmicky controller, the Pack-in, mm-hmm. charged a hundred extra dollars for the regular, the the more standard controller, and uh, had some shoddy other practices, you know, regarding online and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, these were concerns for her, and they made her not want, made them not want to give her their money. That's legit. So now, what? Her, What I like from this is Pam didn't go on a flame war trying to tell everybody who says they like Nintendo why they shouldn't. Mm-hmm. Pam didn't lose her mind and say, you know, um, I don't like them. And if you like them, you're you're an idiot. You're blind and you just do whatever you're told. She said, here's my reasons for liking or disliking something, whether it be Xbox or PlayStation or PC or, or Nintendo, you know, um, and it's because you specifically, I was a solicited... Um, Statement, you know, they they asked us, they asked people, What do you think? What are your thoughts? Uh, she doesn't go on Twitter and spend every day on Twitter waiting for someone to post, a, you know, I'm excited for Xenoblade Chronicles 2 so she can hammer them and say it's probably not coming out. Um, <laughs> you know, because Pam's uh, 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 she's a Patrick Swayze adult, ladies and gentlemen. Um, what does that mean? That's uh, what's the word you're trying to fill in there? Uh, effing, <laughs> Thank um, you for clarifying. and uh, she behaves <laughs> that's like an one adult. word
0: you turned your head for?
1: <laughs> So, um, oh, be a Pam. Be more like
0: Pam. That's be a good adult. life lesson in general. Plus, like, like you the might thing. have a chance of managing Pam. And you know That'd,
1: what? Be tough. That'd be a tough gig. Dude, I Pam. put my application in already, and uh, <laughs> they said, you don't want this job.
0: Pam <laughs> manages herself. Let's be honest here. All right. Yeah. So, uh, it was a good episode.
1: It was a great episode. It was the full crew, which I love. Um, yeah. but my friend Jay is another good example. Jason owns an Xbox One. He only owns an Xbox One. I think he has an Xbox 360 as well. Okay. Because his wife told him he only needs one Nintendo.
0: Uh, um, adorable.
1: So, now, Jay, <laughs> Jay plays Xbox games. He gets excited about Xbox games. He reads Xbox News mm-hmm. because that is uh, what he has. But Jay has said many times, listen, if money was no object, if I didn't have a family... You know what I mean? I got two kids. I got a couple of... I got a dog here. I got a house to pay for. I got cars and stuff. If money was no object, I would own all of them. Yeah. But I can't. So I focus on what I have. I am appreciative of what I have. Mm. I focus my attention on that. Sure, he still reads the Nintendo news. He asks questions. He's got a 2DS or... He's got a 3DS XL, sorry.
0: Mm -hmm. Um
1: he still reads up on Sony stuff. You know, he looks at it. He keeps in touch. When things come out, he asks people's opinion who have, the, who have those items. You know, what did you think of this? What did you think of that? He doesn't flame people. He doesn't say, oh, the Xbox is the best. You know, he's an adult. And Jay, I just want you to know, buddy, that I, I'm not working with you anymore, but I miss you. I love you, Jay. <laughs> Even if Mark thinks you're a piece of uh, subhuman garbage. I, okay, Jay single-handedly had me
0: this close to buying a game. He did, yeah. Elite Dangerous. He made a forty-five minute. No, no, no I'm not even talking about that. This oh. was like a week ago. Okay, <laughs> that game, that game. Okay, yeah. Um, I was this close, and that I didn't realize that he was playing on Xbox. I didn't even know that. Yeah, I know that he doesn't like to play multiplayer anyway.
1: No, he does. He's a solo player, just like you. Yeah, but he flies I would in have space in play, silence, listening to podcast.
0: I would have to play that game. Multiplayer. That's the reason I didn't really like No Man's Sky, other than the axis controls.
1: That was uh, eleven minutes on a bonus barrel episode, and we barely mentioned them. I love bonus barrel. Oh,
0: bonus barrel! Big topic they mentioned this week, without even making it seem that big, is going to be our topic of discussion next week. Yes. So there's a little hint. So check out bonus barrel, and you might be able to guess what we're talking about next week.
1: It was a great show. Uh, I made Seiji feel sadness, and I am sorry oh, I for that. I forgot about that part. Um.
0: Um, we love Sage. We'll see what
1: happens, Sagey, with Undertale. Maybe you could play it along at the same time as me and I could have someone to talk to about it.
0: We are going to... No, don't say it. Yeah, all right.
1: <laughs> Media Mavens. Um, so, unfortunately, due to my new position at work, um, I have not had a chance to... What, you have priorities? You have stuff to do at work? It's just that I'm no longer in an office by myself or in an office with people who listen to gaming podcasts. Uh, so, instead of spending my morning listening to shows, I have to spend my morning uh, talking to people about day-to-day stuff it's a real good time um Bruh. so i haven't yet heard the media mavens episode but they talk all about game of thrones oh. um and are I, you caught they, up on game of thrones yeah i am and I uh not. i'm really excited to dive into it i can't wait for it i do love uh media mavens so please check that out mm-hmm. if you uh get to it before i do head over to the forms at cartridge club.org and uh let them know what you thought of the episode
0: also they mentioned pam on bonus barrel so it all comes full
1: circle yeah which
0: makes warms my heart
1: Next up, I have the Polykill Collect Call. This is another podcast that I have not yet yes. gotten to. I am about... I've heard this one. I'm about... or Have you? Okay. I'm about 30 minutes in. So if you've heard it, I'll let you go.
0: Yeah. Scott talks a lot about his collection. And uh, boy, that guy's had to move a lot. Uh, at least two big, giant moves. He had to get like the giant, biggest U-Haul that he could get to move this thing. His collection sounds amazing. It's rivaled probably only by Dean, I guess. Um, but uh, there is a quote from the show... Where Trav is referring to the pictures of it as a dungeon of boners. (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) I love it. But anyway, yeah, it's a great episode. All the collect calls are kind of similar. They talk about, uh, if if you're curious, if you've never listened to it, it, he brings on a a collector on the show, interviews them, talks about how they collect or how they obtain their collection, how they maintain it. It's really interesting stuff. He has a lot of ways of of, uh, controlling his collection.
1: Well, I haven't yet heard the full episode. I have been uh, poly creeping the forums over at uh, Cartridge Club. Mm -hmm. And Trav made a a comment, I believe it was on his thread. It might have been the bonus barrel thread, about how game collecting is a three-way enjoyment for him. It's three hobbies rolled into one. Mm -hmm. Hobby one is playing video games. He loves to play video games. Mm -hmm. Hobby two is collecting video games, going out, finding them, hunting them. Man, my nose is killing me today. Getting good deals on them um and hobby three is displaying those video games as a collector Hmm. and that is a great point of view Uh, i know a lot of people often give grief to people like why would you buy those you're never going to play them well it's not always about buying things to play them sometimes it's about the hunt sometimes it's about the display true you know it's about the collection um Scott, has, I'm never going to use, you know, I, I have people, I know people who collect stamps. They're never going to mail letters with those stamps, but they still collect them.
0: Yeah. Uh, Scott, I guess we should see his Twitter VG Collectaholic. He, um, has, I think he said nine complete collections so far. And we're talking, I thought, he, I thought he had 10. It might be 10. Oh no, he was nine. He was nine. I think yeah. It was nine though. Um, And they're like, he's like, and uh, Trav kept saying, I know you don't have many NES, but the guy has like 300 or 400 complete in box NES games. And they're like, you know, it's not really, you know, you don't have that many, (laughs) but it's only in comparison to these complete collections. I don't
1: even know if I have 400 games. (laughs)
0: Isn't that crazy? Like that's the kind of collector this is. If you're really into collecting, this is your guy, man. He managed his own game store at 18.
1: He has over 5,000 video games.
0: Yeah. Like that's, that's insane. Anyway, check out that episode. Great episode.
1: I would like... that This summer, I'm going to get to see him and Dean in the same room together, and it's going to be magical.
0: Uh, you sure about that? bear game change. I don't think Scott's going.
1: He was a week
0: ago. Maybe he is. Maybe... I thought he said he wasn't. Oh, maybe it was Trav said he wasn't. That's who
1: it was. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Week I didn't years. mean to break your heart. <laughs> uh, next up, STC yeah. Pod from last week. Oh, my God. I have no notes. So... <laughs> Joe's been having some problems with his uh, blue Yeti uh, connecting to his MacBook.
0: Oh, it's that episode, right? Okay.
1: We spent a lot of time troubleshooting this, Joe and Bill on the show, uh, people through Twitter, people through messages, so trying sad. to help Joe figure this out, whether it was a USB cable, whether the mic itself had a problem. Um, so they, they managed to solve it in this episode. and
0: They record through Google Hangouts. Just uh...
1: Colleen and I had to pull over. Uh the the amount of relief that we had felt oh my over goodness. why Joe was unable to when Joe finally figured out what the issue was, there the amount of relief that we felt was so much that we had to pull over so that we could have a, a good laugh of uh It was sad excitement for it. It was him.
0: embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> he just had to change the setting on Google Hangouts to his mic. Yeah. That's all it was. believe <laughs> it's been over a year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, Joe, we love you. They
1: watched that movie Passengers. Um, oh, yes,
0: Passengers, yes.
1: Which, I mean, I wasn't interested before. I'm kind of interested now. I heard it was sort of like uh, about an abusive relationship. Like, doesn't he wake? Hey, hey, this is spoiler territory. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but STC pod is great. Uh, as usual, we're recording on Thursday night, so P2 has sucked all of my hype out of me. I'm at my lowest. I didn't do anything. I'm at my lowest STC <laughs> hype point when we record these shows because they come out either tonight. while we're recording. Why don't or... you just
0: listen to it on Wednesdays? Because it's not out on Wednesdays. So why don't
1: you listen to it on Wednesdays? Then you have Why don't have we hype? just record on Saturday mornings like we used to?
0: No, I don't have time for that. Why don't you rec- Why don't you listen to it tonight or tomorrow, and then again on Wednesday if you love it that much? All right. Problem solved. You're welcome. You're Patrick Swayze.
1: <laughs> we should talk about the CC Portable. We should have talked about it first. Should have. So, CC Portable, <laughs> Tetris DS. Yes. Hosted by the uh, enigmatic Curtis Friesel. Yes. Of Girlfriend Versus Fame and a new YouTube show coming out uh, on video games. Actually, sorry, not a YouTube show, a new television show on video games. What? Um, I didn't know about this. Yeah.
0: You talking about Curtis? Man, I got something. I gotta trim my nose hairs. What is this? Was this with
1: IGN or something? No, I'll tell you after.
0: Um, what? Tell me right now. This is what people want to hear. No,
1: it's a, I can't remember the name of it. So if I try and tell you now, I'm gonna sound like a Swayze oh hole.
0: God, what was this announced on Twitter?
1: It was on Facebook. Um, hey, I don't have Facebook. And I don't know if we're allowed to talk about it yet.
0: Well, you're talking about it right now. I'm pretty
1: sure it was on Facebook. Anyway. Oh my goodness. Him and Rocket Sauce. It's Rocket Sauce. Rocket uh, Sauce
0: is gonna be on the TV show too.
1: Nope, they uh, are on the <laughs> CC Portable. Great show. It was a great show. Um, those guys great team yeah. talking about the beat my score challenge matt bandy's wife uh threw in a beat. she mrs she was, bandy she was like uh when uh when dean and fitnet were popping up there you know seven million eight million scores she was like that's cute oh she waited till like the last week of the contest of the challenge to say uh, that's shady she's like okay now i'm gonna okay are the are the children done playing oh now, that's shady now i'm in hold the. <laughs> she was like they got what score <laughs> hold must, my hold my beer she did not and she did she handed her beer after Matt, and she <laughs> sat down, and uh, she easily topped uh, 9 mil plus. That is hilarious. Matt did tell us at one point that his wife is super good at, like, Dr. Mario and those kind of yeah. games. Uh, so I'm not surprised that she was also good at Tetris.
0: A couple big highlights from the show that I've written down. Um, first of all, you can play 10 players, local multiplayer, with one cart. Hmm. So you have 10 DSs. You can, that's amazing. Also, I like when Curtis reads from the Nintendo Power thing.
1: I like Everything about the show. It's a good
0: show. What are you yawning for? I'm tired, man. This is not professional. I had a hard day.
1: Nobody knows I'm yawning. They can't see you behind this the thing. This
0: episode brought to you by Amp. It's the best energy drink you can buy from a dollar store. I'm pretty sure it's made by Mountain Dew. Like Pepsi. I can't, I can't guarantee that. You should have one.
1: I don't have any. I have Red Bull upstairs.
0: <laughs> Red Bull. You can buy Red Bull at the dollar store too, but it is not a dollar
1: um check us easy It's on the cartridge (laughs) club man
0: yes i think that is all i have for i have
1: one more podcast what is it it is a uh yet another unnamed podcast what the hell does that mean caleb j ross and scott the video game collectaholic right have decided to potentially dip their toe in the proverbial podcast waters and uh, start a show dirty So these two had never spoken to each other uh, live before recording episode zero of yet another uh, unnamed podcast. And it is only available on the Cartridge Club forums. Oh. Or the link in in the description of this video. Right now, yeah. Or the link in the description of this podcast if you're listening to it on iTunes.
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: It's... Explain to me. What's it about? It's just two guys get to know each other this first one and then from there it's gonna they're gonna grow from there they were looking for some feedback to see if it was something people were interested in if there was room in the space for another podcast there's room
0: guys there's room
1: um yeah i could listen to these two men talk to each other for a very long time good does caleb have a big big collection like pouring honey in my ears no caleb's mostly a modern gamer
0: okay cool so i would like to hear these two play off yeah. each other Um, are they both yeah they're both pretty eloquent also I want you to both talk
1: I want to get the speak frantic thoughts that's a that's that's is that on iTunes it's on Stitcher all right I need to find out I know for sure it's on Stitcher Maybe I can get an RSS feed anyway that's another podcast I want to check out I haven't yet
0: yeah Um, frantic thoughts
1: we're listening to you we just haven't heard yet I'll
0: probably edit that out I can't get it on my podcast addict yet
1: Okay, so uh, that's it for podcast. Now we're gonna talk about some videos from this week. Okay. First up in the Q Dog House. Yes. Watch this to the end. Major mm. shadow drop.
0: Oh, well, that is not what a shadow drop is. Sure it is No, that's just shadow drop is when you release something unannounced, and you when you first mention it is when you release it. <laughs> that's a shadow drop. <laughs> Why are you hiding? <laughs> are you dropping the shadow right now?
1: It's a good episode. Check it out. Yeah, it is a good episode. They talk about Tron a lot. Did
0: you like the original Tron?
1: I remember liking the original Tron. I haven't seen it since I was a kid. I'm certain if I went back and watched it now, I probably wouldn't. So I will keep my fond memories. They also got an Alexa. Is that what it is? Or Alexis? Yeah, no, Alexa. He's yeah. an Alexa. I mean, they may have also gotten Alexis, but uh, no. they got. They you got know, it, and, <laughs> the Mighty Q was driving around an Alexis. Fact. <laughs> um. Yeah, you know they got an Alexa, which was cool because they sort of did a throwback. This episode was great because they sort of did a a tip of the hat to STC Pod by asking Alexa a question, uh, and then they did a tip of the hat to Musty Hobbit with their uh, their shadow drop.
0: What do you? That is not. You need to learn my shadow. <laughs> All right. Anyway, check out the, in the Q Dog House. Always awesome. Those two are amazing. I can't believe they have a Switch now. Um, I lo- logged on to my Switch last night. Dude, I seen a Q Dog friend request. Warmed my heart. And I was already playing with. with way
1: to give away the shadow drop.
0: <laughs> Stop calling it that. It's not what it is. Still, oh my God. Nobody can see what you're doing. Uh, all right. Okay. Next up. Hold on. I don't know what you're going to say next, but I want to say another Q Dog video. It's written in the app just the way look I see it. At the tablet between us. Q Dog. Problems with pre orders. Yes. That's what I want to talk about next. That's what I had next. Okay, good. Um, first of all,
1: amazing editing,
0: man. Yeah, the guy can edit. Yeah, it felt like I was watching Big
1: Brother. Yeah,
0: they have such amazing editing. So many good season. quick
1: cuts and all those shots in the bathroom. Yeah, uh, just like Big Brother.
0: Really good. He made a lot of good points. I am swinging more and more towards the Q dog. I'm swinging more and more towards
1: pre-orders are bad. Here's the thing: even if they're bad, I'm still going to continue to do them under the same criteria I have always done them.
0: And. And then I was thinking, okay, yeah, my brother's right. This is The way we pre-order is we're going to buy it anyway. We know it's going to be a good quality, right? Right. So Mario Sunshine comes to mind. I would have pre-ordered Mario Sunshine,
1: and yep. I would have regretted it. Yep. That could happen to you. It could. <laughs> the games that I pre-order are... Uh, I'm willing to take the chance. I, I don't pre-order everything blindly. I, I pre-order games that are from franchises and developers that I am almost certain I will like. Um, that I have liked in the past, I'm willing to take that chance. On the very few times have I been disappointed?
0: Yeah, I mean, if you're pre-ordering, yeah, it's. You know I mean? like I, I don't,
1: I don't just pre-order everything blindly. I'm, I'm, I am specific. I target. It's is this something that I have to have on day one? Is it something that the price will be the same whether I buy it on day one or I buy it a year from now? And is it something that will be in limited quantity? If the answer to two of those three questions is yes, I'm pre-ordering. Do I think pre-orders are good for? For consumers, you know what? Eric made a lot of strong points. He's probably right. He's a smarter man than I. <laughs> um, but that doesn't change the fact that I'm still going to find a way to get the things that I want by the easiest means. And if that means I have to pre-order, then I have to pre-order. Yeah, you're right. You know yeah. what I mean?
0: At least this video will shine some light on both sides of the coin. Yeah. Yeah. So also, I don't know, I don't know if the bonus pair guys have seen it yet, but they should check that out. Okay, let's talk about Duke. Duke had a video. Duke had a video. Yeah, is that next on your list? No, I missed it. Oh, Duke talked about bloodlines. Oh man, I gotta check that out. Uh, maybe I won't ruin it then. But I'm gonna ruin it anyway. He talks about how, uh, first of all, he's talking about the word subpar, and how in golf being below par is a good thing, right? But in language, when you're discussing things, it's a bad. It's right. So how does that work? Well, par is the average. So you want to be below average no. in golf? Uh,
1: you want to be below the don't, average. You don't use the term subpar in golf. But you made a good point. You want to be below the average amount of shots it takes. Exactly. So it makes sense. So yeah, it does make sense.
0: All right. So there we go. We clarified yeah, this it.
1: This is the average amount of shots it takes to complete this hole. Boom. You want to be, be you want to get below the average number. You want to be able to do it better.
0: There. We, we, we clarified it. There, there we was, go. Uh, so
1: technically subpar is good. Uh,
0: all around. Yeah. All around. Okay. Wait, no. Anyway. No, it's, no, it's bad. bad. Right.
1: Because you don't want to be below average and everything else. Right. But the point of golf is to be below the average. Right. But you want to be an above average golfer. <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> okay. So, um, he was really comfortable. This new He's doing a new new thing where he doesn't have to edit as much. It's not showing gameplay footage. It's just him sitting in front of a camera talking about a game that he just played or loved. Yep. Anyway, he was really comfortable, really personalized. I liked that approach. I agree with everything he said about bloodlines except that um there was one thing that he said um i think it was about the difficulty it's a hard game mm-hmm. and i think he he overplayed how good he underplayed how good he is mm-hmm. the game is hard it's a hard game and he destroyed it in one sitting so mm-hmm.
1: kudos to you duke
0: um that's really impressive
1: beast mode duke
0: and i agree with everything he said about it so yeah check it out i know you haven't seen it yet but check it out
1: uh, next up uh, We have Second Breakfast From Musty Hobbit He talks about fears Oh yes And this is gonna come up later Yeah so Musty talks about his fears uh, Afraid of heights Afraid of giant uh, spiders You could ride to work Did you see that thing? Gross. Uh, it was huge. I'm afraid of spiders. It was the biggest thing. I, it was the well, biggest spot I've ever seen. I'm, I'm big afraid of big spiders. Um, but uh, Musty talks about his fears. He talks about some other stuff. Great episode. We're going to get into it more later on in Answers because yes. he asks us our fears. Yes.
0: I mean, kudos to him, too, for uh, sticking his neck out there. Yeah. It's hard to talk about your fears.
1: Uh, next up is last for videos I have is Caleb J. Ross, and he talked about is Nintendo on the way out. Uh, which is something that people have been predicting since 1988. It's been a while. <laughs> um, <laughs> they're so dumb. I'm pretty oh. sure.
0: I shouldn't say that. You're dumb. Yeah. If you think the, yeah. on the way out. Ugh.
1: Anyway, uh, it's a good <laughs> Wait, video. Caleb doesn't think it, does he? A lot of good discussion. I haven't points. seen the video. Uh, I don't think you've ever watched a Caleb Ross video. He doesn't think they're on the way out, though, right? I'm not saying nothing. You gotta watch it. Caleb's a very smart man. You gotta watch it. I'm not going to tell you. There's no way Caleb thinks they're on the way up. How do you know he's a smart man? What's the last Caleb video you watched?
0: I heard him talk about in the E3 episodes you guys did. Oh, okay. He seemed like a very smart guy. Okay. Did he say that he thinks... (laughs) I'm not (laughs) Moving on. Blogs. All right. No. You missed a video, dude. What? Sega 40 to 31. Nobody cares. People care. All right. Sega top video. A few Sega fans do. 40
1: to 31. I got to say, since I've switched over to the editing method that is more in line with the cartridge club top 100 i am i am enjoying making these much more good um the completionist is doing a great like breakdown on each video in the comment section he's he, always been good at that he lists like the, the the 10 games that are in it and whether he's played it whether he wants to play it stuff like that it's really good so i would actually go over and just read his comments in the videos not a bad call um and oh. the voiceovers we got from the club are fantastic so good i have Thank a comment you so much uh, Agent Poyo was one of them, and he crushed it. I, he only did the one, I believe. I didn't
0: know who that was. I had to look it yeah, up, and I, I was like, oh, "Agent
1: Poyo, he killed it." Um, there's no link for him because I don't believe he has a Twitter account. Uh, I could have swore he did, but I'm, maybe not. I'm almost certain we're friends on Facebook, but he is on the forums at cartridgeclub.org, um, and he go he does. I don't want to get it wrong. Then don't. I'm not. I not i can not remember. What... No, it wasn't Power Stone. That was Diego. Anyway, he did a great job. Um, and I think it was Vintage pointed out, a lot of the people in the club sounded different from what he expected, they would sound like.
0: Huh, that's an interesting thought.
1: Yeah, uh, Trav did Dune. Great job, Trav. Yeah, yeah. So P2 was supposed to do a couple of the games in there, but because he is a uh, flaming pile of Swayze, he uh, decided that he couldn't do those games. Um, <laughs> I, despite thought, I having... thought I was the one
0: holding back the the video releases, so I decided to let Trav do it. Turns out it wasn't until this one that yeah. mine was even going to come out. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, but yeah.
1: So he, uh, he, 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 he passed. Him. Trav said he volunteered. He said, "Listen, I'll jump on that grenade. I'll watch these reviews that your brother has already prepared for these games, so he would already know what he wanted to say about them."
0: <laughs> yeah, it, it would have been so easy, and he covered it perfectly. He said he had everything I wanted to say. Check that out. Uh, also, that, check out my
1: Dune review. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's it for videos. Okay, blogs. Yeah.
0: Blogs. Uh, Dean blog.
1: Merchandise Monday first. There's a Mega Man X statue that I want. I want
0: it in me. I want the Zero one, too. Um, I don't
1: think he posted that These are expensive, though. and apparently you can only get them if you pre-order.
0: <laughs> Which is... <laughs> that's what's wrong with society.
1: Extremely amusing to me. Oh, I'm sorry with with Eric. Uh, for now check on. out Dean's Merchandise Monday this week. A lot of great stuff in there. Um, this wasn't the Neanderoy that was last week. Um, and yeah, also, he did week. a review of Shenmue. Shenmue. Oh, yeah, that's right. shenmue
0: Didn't realize that was Ryan's favorite game, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Dean does it. Dean does a
1: great oh. job reviewing it. Dean is good at everything. I have it on good authority. What are you doing there? Dropped my pen, caught it with my legs so it didn't clatter on the floor.
0: Well done. Good. That way he didn't have to interrupt the podcast. Now my chair's all messed
1: up. Yeah. Um. <laughs> and one more blog, STC blog. Uh. Bill found like a, a a microphone from the 40s. Yeah. Did you see that? Yeah. It looks like it's a microphone from the 40s. He didn't buy it though, did he? I don't. Because it was like a, $200. dollars sure he did because he took it apart. Oh my god, I
0: thought it was that one that he... Wait, no. Who is it that showed that picture of that $200 mic? It was him. There's no way he bought that.
1: Uh, I haven't had a chance to read his blog yet, but... Maybe he did do it. Wow. Anyway, I'm trying to open this do? link here now. I just opened 45 things on my tablet, it's so... Like, it's like we're, watching, you know, Mom we're done and Dad. Talking about that. Check out Bill's blog. <laughs> it's stcpod.com.
0: It's like watching a P2 try
1: to take a screenshot on the Switch. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> That's a fun story for everybody. Yeah. Uh, that is it for the Cartridge Club update section. Yes. So we're gonna take a quick break, and we'll be right back with the CC mission.
0: <music> and we're back. Hold on. What, what was the what happened in the break?
1: Nothing. Uh, and we're <laughs> back. And we're back. CC um, mission. This is a part of the show where we. Ask everybody listening to uh, help us out with a task we're trying to achieve. As a bonus to the CC mission for July, anytime you complete the mission from the week, you will be entered for a draw for twenty dollars in eShop money from an eShop of your choice: uh, Steam, Nintendo, Sony, Microsoft. That's a pretty sweet Another deal. Um, so all you gotta do is complete the mission with the hashtag CC mission, and this is the last. I didn't feel
0: worthy of last week's submission, so I did not submit. Oh yeah, the second Master
1: System game. Yeah, um, I've so not completed any. This is the uh, the last one for July. I will do. Uh, we will. I will wait one extra week into August before doing the draw. Okay. Um, just to give people a chance to maybe listen to episodes late. Um, nice call. You're yeah. a good soul. So this week's mission uh, is to leave an iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play review for the STC podcast. It's a start to continue podcast. Once you do so, please tweet the image with the hashtag CCMission for the final entry for your $20. So, if you're listening to this, you might not know. um, You know, this is your only podcast you listen to, or maybe you don't listen to a lot of podcasts that talk about this. Uh, iTunes reviews really, really help uh, with podcasts getting exposure.
0: And other, like, uh, podcasts. Yeah,
1: Google Play, Stitcher, wherever you listen to it on. Um,
0: Helps promote them.
1: It really helps out uh, the podcast because it, it every time they get a review, uh, it boosts their visibility for that, that period of time. Uh, more reviews, more visibility, more visibility, more downloads, more downloads, more listeners, more listeners, more people engaging, more people engaging, more fun. Um, <laughs> well said. So if you have the ability, please go and give those guys a five-star review. If you don't think their show is worth a five-star review, send them a message. Let them know uh, they are very open to constructive criticism. Uh, if you don't listen to the show... I mean, unless it's against your morals, you could give them a five-star review anyway.
0: Who needs Um, morals? And all you have to write is, uh,
1: (laughs) Bill and Joe uh, do a great job. Uh, Look forward to them every week. Yeah.
0: And, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm assuming everybody listening has already
1: done this. But if you haven't.
0: Even if you have, should they still submit the picture to help? The yeah. Artist? So if you
1: have already given a review, yeah. To these now guys, we're talking. Take a screenshot of that. Uh, P two can show you how. And uh, once you've yeah. taken that screenshot, just uh, tweet that image to us. I have given just them spread a five the, star. Spread the start to continue love. Those guys, they're two of the hardest working guys in uh, in the Cartridge Club, and I really want to sh- share the love with them. Um, and I'll be able to see them both very soon in real life. Oh man, I'm jealous.
0: And I think I've given three five star yeah. reviews on iTunes, and they are one of them.
1: It's too bad you didn't. You couldn't come with me to Barry. I know.
0: It's too bad. You know, the car's full and there's no planes. And- Life is rough, man.
1: Yeah. When it. When is the Barry Game
0: Change
1: again? Uh, we're leaving in 12 days. Um, when is it? August 13th. Oh, okay. Oh, the Barry Game Exchange. August 13th at the... <sighs> I should know the location. It's like Barnyard or something,
0: or Farmyard. The, the Red Barn? Is it there again? I don't know. I don't know. think it's there. It may be some naval base now or something. Go to
1: BarryGameExchange.com. <laughs> check out BarryGameExchange on Facebook or BarryGameExchange Barry on Twitter for know. the actual information, because those guys know where they're going to be. Yes. We're going to move into topic. Of Disgush. And about- topic... Did you delay because there's going to be another break? No. Okay. Topic is Splatoon 2 ink blots and headshots. Well said. So, Splatoon 2 launched on Friday. I just want to get uh, sort of initial thoughts um, and opinions from the two of us uh, what we think of the game, maybe areas for improvement, and then maybe a brief touch on the app. We got to be quick, though, because we're running a little on time.
0: Yeah, no problem. Um, first. We'll talk about the app really quick because that's going to be easy. It's terrible. It restricts you in so many different ways. Um, The only thing it's good for is buying this exclusive gear – which you should be able to do in the game anyway.
1: Right. There's a lot of room for improvement in that app. It actually would. It it should have its own segment. Maybe next week uh, we will talk about that more. Maybe.
0: All you need to know is we have a cartridge club Discord. If you need the link, uh, wh- how can we how can we get that to other people? Uh,
1: if you need the link for the cartridge club Discord, send a Twitter direct message to at Cartridge Bros. Mm. Um, I've w- had somebody last that, night
0: message me too. You message me too. Um, that's how Sardonic yeah. Pickle is now in. So if, yeah. if you like Sardonic Pickle, come on to Discord. Yeah,
1: So we play regularly uh, Splatoon 2 right now with people from the club, and we make use of the, v- the Discord voice chat because it is extremely easy to use. Yes. Now let's get to the
0: actual game.
1: Right. I love it. It's a good game if you like
0: playing with other members of the club.
1: I agree. Uh, but the single—see, I, I also like the single-player story mode of it. Uh, I can play that on the go on my Switch when I don't have access to Wi-Fi. Um, as well, I like the uh, salmon run section, and I actually prefer to not play that with members from the club because that's similar to ranked uh, battles. Your score goes up and down, oh. and your score affects the gear that you get. I'm confused why you don't want to play with club members then. Because I get competitive. Oh my! Um, and I wouldn't want to be in a situation where you're calling people Swayze's. I was holding anybody back in the club uh, due to my play.
0: Yeah, right. You just don't want to be held down. You don't want to be held back that is not, by us plebs. That is not what I'm <laughs> saying. Just because I'm using a Splash Shot Jr. You know who uses Splash Shot Jr.? That guy that kicked our Swayze the other day that you know on Twitter. What's his name? Oh, uh, yeah. That guy Yeah, kicked, uh, that guy's good. Jeremiah, yeah, He's good. And um, he uses Splash Shot Jr. Just pointing that out there. Yep, he does.
1: So it's a lot of fun. There is a lot, uh, a lot here in this game. It launched with a lot of modes. Uh, You've got your Turf War. You've got your Ranked Battles. You've got your League Battles. You've got your Salmon Run, which is fun because that is scheduled. So they're not open, available all the time. You have to go when it's scheduled. Harsh. Why? Because that's just how it's set up. And then you um, earn points for working for this guy to beat these Salmon back. And you can turn those points in for bonuses. Uh, There's so much to do here. There's the gear unlocks. Different gear does different things. Uh, You've got different abilities. You can strip the abilities. You can plug in the abilities you want. A ton, a ton of stuff in this game. Um, If you like seeing gauges and numbers go up, Splatoon is the game for you.
0: Yeah. um, It's fun hanging out with people. It's not a hardcore game. If you just want to go and have a fun time, you can do that. If you want to go and be competitive and have a fun time, you can do that too. The beauty of Splatoon is you don't need to be an ace at shooting games. You, you can use a roller. You don't even have to shoot at all, not even one time. Yep. So if you're hesitant because you're worried you're not good at competitive shooters, I'm not good at competitive shooters. To be honest, I would have never purchased this game. P1 is the reason I am playing it. Um, so if it wasn't for that, I probably wouldn't be playing it, but I'm so happy I am now because I'm blown away at how much I'm actually enjoying it.
1: What, uh, what really makes me have fun is... So I played against Seiji early on uh, before he... Seiji's weapon of choice is the paintbrush Mm -hmm. or the inkbrush, I should say. Right. Um, So I played him early on before he had that. And he was good. He was good. It was fun. We enjoyed ourselves. Then I played uh, Paintbrush Seiji. You played him already? And it is... I heard that on the podcast. Paintbrush Seiji is like going up against the T1000. <laughs> he just stops. He never stops coming. He you think you got him, you don't got him. He's squidding his way through bars. He Sagey is uh is pretty good.
0: I would not mess with Sagey.
1: Yeah. Uh, but I have a lot of fun. Um that's I, the thing is you I don't play, need to wait and have Colleen fun. plays, Emily plays, that's my daughter. Uh, I play with Mrs. Q Dog uh, regularly through the week. I mean, it's only the game's only been out for a week now, but mm. uh, I played with her regularly through the week. Played on the on, in the evenings with the club, and more importantly, I am. This is the first time I have played an online game. No, I guess Mario Kart Eight would have been. Um, this is uh, the most consistent I have played at online games with my brother. Yeah, um, that's fair. Which is fantastic. And as well, I'm able to play with people from the club.
0: Yeah, it's it's just easy
1: fun. If you and you don't, and you can, even if you're brand new, you've never played the game before, you can pick it up and still be a, a good contributor to yeah. a winning team. That's and it. it's a lot of fun. It's exciting watching at the end to see, you know, when you look at the map, and you're like, I think we got it, I think we got it. I've had matches where I won by 0.1% and matches where I won by 72%. Yeah, it's true. Don't be afraid to jump in. People are playing with
0: their kids. Their kids are playing with us. We're having a good time it doesn't even matter win or lose yeah. you're gonna have fun because no matter what you're contributing to your overall score which then you can get more weapons and more gear so you look cooler you're having more fun even when you lose you're still getting points yeah
1: even if you just want to go in and dress up your squid like yeah. you can just spend time dressing up your squid I mm. spend a lot of time probably more time than I should doing he does that. I've seen it yeah. a lot of times anyway that's Splatoon 2 came out really happy with it Nintendo uh, another solid solid title in the Switch's uh, year one library yeah I'm uh, I'm blown away yeah, so that's it for our topic. Let us know what you think. Have you played Splatoon 2? Yeah. Is it a game you're interested in? If oh. if you haven't picked it up and you own a Switch, why haven't you picked it up? What, I also what wanna, don't you like about it? What turns you off? I need, to, I need to mention one thing. Um,
0: if you do not have Splatoon, if you do not have a Switch, please come and chat with us on Discord. We all get together. Kyle was on the other day. He doesn't even have a Switch, and he's just having fun talking with us. Yeah, exactly. Perfect place to hang out and interact. I mean, the only other place better is the actual hang out on Tuesdays but other than that this is happening all the times so on most evenings we're going to be playing it so. yeah so okay, come check so. that out yeah
1: and let's move into Cartridge Club Answers this segment brought to you by the Mighty Q Dogs
0: well you didn't have any
1: other one
0: sponsored it's like random whatever <laughs> I
1: never claimed to be a role model. Oh uh, first up goodness. from Kyle at Kyle underscore three two five. This is game time with Speaking Kyle. Speaking of Kyle, what do you? What decade? Do you, what do you think the release decade will be for Final Fantasy 7 Remake? Uh,
0: oh, uh, this decade.
1: I'm gonna say the 20s. Wanna bet the 2020s? Wanna bet? Sure. What are we betting? Uh, if I'm right, you buy the game for me, and if I'm right, I buy the game for you. All right. No, wait. Other way around. If you're right, I'll buy it for you. If If I'm right, you buy it for me. Okay. Deal. Okay, so if the game doesn't come out by We're December episode 1, right? You know, right. you know it's episodic. Yep. December okay. 31st, 2019. Yes. If it's not out by then, you buy it for me. All right. Cool. You got that, Derek? Thank you, sir. Easy money. <laughs> uh, next up, it's Rocket Sauce asks, as someone who isn't a fan of competitive online shooters, what does Cartridge Bros P2 think of Splatoon 2? I would
0: never ever have bought this game. If it wasn't for, and I haven't bought it, <laughs> if it wasn't for P1 buying it for me, I would not be playing it, but I'm so happy I'm playing it now. If you're out there and you're like me, you don't like it better, try it. Just find a way to try it, and you will like it because of the social interaction with the club members. Makes a big
1: difference. I mean, the Dogs went out and bought a Switch because of it.
0: Yeah. If it wasn't for the club,
1: I wouldn't even be playing it.
0: It's hanging out with friends, and it's that kind of game that you can have fun hanging out while playing.
1: It's very similar to how I felt about Overwatch on my Xbox. I believe that. That's how I felt when
0: I was playing Splatoon, was how you must have felt playing Overwatch.
1: Next up, from Society, Josh asks, are you two going to pick up Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle in August? Oh my god, yes. What do you think of the preview so far? I am still a hard no. Oh, you're insane. I I won't watch anything else
0: other than what they showed at E3. I've got, I don't know, what is it, $30 I pre-ordered on it from that game I traded in? Um, Yeah, I'm a hard yes. Please put it inside me. I need it right now.
1: Did your uh, Wii U HD Wind Waker with the Ganon statue ever sell? No,
0: or, or if it has, I haven't heard.
1: Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm still a hard no. No interest. Why? Why? Why it, not? It doesn't look appealing to me. Why not? I don't like the rabbits.
0: Yeah, but it doesn't matter. Look at the other. Look at the. Have you looked at the gameplay? No. Look at the E3
1: trailer. I'm turned off by the rabbits. You haven't seen the E3 trailer? I watched the E3 trailer.
0: Then you've seen the gameplay. I'm turned
1: off by the rabbits. That is your... Emily owned a game for the... A rabbits game for the Wii. That and is and not this. And played a lot of This it. is Nintendo-fied. I'm sure it'll be great. It will be. I'm, I'm, I'm happy you're happy. I'm excited that you're excited. It's not for me. What? I don't even know how to sell this to you. <laughs> it looks so good. All right, carry on. You don't have to. You're going to get it. And at Vintage launch. Video Game Geek. Who is to blame for the Walmart uh, Super Nintendo Classic fiasco? Walmart, Nintendo, or both? Uh, I, I don't see how Nintendo could possibly be <laughs> at fault for some other company uh, making a pre-order sale live before the date of. We should make our pre-order SNES Classic live now, too, on CartridgeClub.org. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this w- this is entirely Walmart's fault. Uh, is the, the frenzy being built up um, due to possible lack of stock uh, Nintendo's fault? I would say their track record, yeah, that causes that. But they, it's not yeah. their fault. If you're not but,
0: expecting a stock shortage,
1: you're in denial. Yeah, uh, and that is on Nintendo. Stock shortage is on Nintendo. But uh, a company putting up a pre-order before they, like, they know what date they're going to assign pre-orders. Nintendo doesn't tell companies when they can put pre-orders up. Those companies decide when they can put pre-orders up. What Nintendo does is tell them, or usually they're supposed to, what they do is tell them, here's how many of this unit you're getting. Um, if Nintendo hasn't given them a number... It's irresponsible to put pre-orders live. And if Nintendo has given them a number and it was they're planning on, you know, announcing when they're going on pre-order, like there's no possible way this is that that Walmart making a mistake is Nintendo's fault. I don't. So I I guess I don't understand the. That's my answer. He knows. He knows that's the right answer. Okay. Um, (laughs) At D13, very hype? Question mark. Oh, so hype. Uh, yeah, so hype. Although Colleen (sighs) uh, went jogging three times today because she said she had to get in Joe shape. I don't know what that means. Yeah. I, uh, I've
0: been getting a lot of texts from Joe asking about... Uh, when you're coming? Colleen's interests.
1: Yeah. Uh, crotch to crotch is all I keep hearing. <laughs> no, I'm pumped, Derek. I uh, And to be honest with you, uh, I mean, I think the three games that I want, um, which are Fire Emblem, Radiant Dawn, Scott's bringing me a copy of that. I was going to say, Scotty's hooking you up. Uh, Mini Ninjas for the Xbox 360. I'm, tra- I'm trading my PS3 version to Musty for that. Oh, and uh, Castlevania one. So as long as I can find a copy of Castlevania one at the Barry game that exchange, kills me. I had that, um, but the I game... would have given that to you, oh. but the games uh, don't really matter to me. I don't really care so much about going to buy games. I'm not going to hunt for games. I'm going to meet uh, friends that I've had for four years that I haven't had the chance to meet yet and hang out with them. That's the big one for sure. For sure. Um, yeah. And to keep an eye on my wife. Nintendo legend <laughs> asks.
0: <laughs> yeah, she was going anyway.
1: How would you like to be able? To, how high would you? How high would you like to be able to jump if you could supernaturally decide such a thing? I'm gonna say, because I'd have to be able to come down. I'm gonna say no more than ten feet.
0: Sorry, what was the question? Oh, how high would we want to? Who's this? Nintendo Legend. Wow, that's a that's a big name. Yeah. <laughs> um, how high would I want to jump, dude? I don't even want to limit. Wait. Wouldn- I would like it. to leap over tall buildings. Yeah, but you can't breathe the air in the stratosphere. I would like to leap over tall buildings. There's your answer. Yeah, I can't fly. Fly, no.
1: But I I'd like
0: to leap over tall buildings. Why don't you
1: ask your cousin Joe in uh, Barrie? See what he says. Cousin Joe. That, that same thing you're calling. Oh, my
0: God. You're right. <laughs> I was thinking of Joe STC anyway.
1: Yeah, well, he's in Barry. He says Cousin Joe in Toronto. Anyway, um, <laughs> that's my answer. Just, just 10 feet. No higher than that. Um, because I, I don't know. I'd be really up there. You get up there. Ooh. Dude, why wouldn't you want to jump high? You're crazy. Because you got to come back down, buddy. Yeah,
0: but you're not going to die.
1: A Latino lawyer asks. Am I going to die? Milkshake or ice cream <laughs> scoops? I'm going to say ice cream scoops because I love ice cream.
0: Oh, that was loud. You know what, though? This is a tough call because sometimes it is milkshake that I prefer. Yeah, I pick ice cream almost every time.
1: Mm. Call and I actually call it ice cream. Is it
0: ice cream scoops in a cone or ice cream scoops in a bowl? It doesn't matter to me. Oh, I'm going to go with ice cream scoops too. Salad. Uh,
1: Musty Hobbit, I'd be interested to hear what it is that you fear. Drowning. Um, so there's a story. I'm going to try and squeeze it in here right in hour 11. I almost drowned when I was 12. Um, mm-hmm. So I stayed out of the water. Never learned to swim. Went to basic training for uh, the military. <laughs> and there's a swim test. First part of the swim test is you plug your nose. You fall headfirst into the pool. In the deep end, you tread water for two minutes. You swim the length of the pool. I couldn't do that. So everybody lines up in their army gear and... You, Everybody jumps in at the whistle. I didn't jump in, um, and the staff was like, "What are you doing? You got to jump in." I said, "Listen, I can't swim. I can't tread water. I almost drowned as a kid. I'm terrified of this. Uh, I'm not doing this." You're in the um, Navy, though, and so they're like yelling at you. Yeah, so they're <laughs> like, "You're in the Navy. You got to be able to swim." I'm like, "Well, how many guys in the Air Force do you know that could fly?" <laughs>
0: um, that was good.
1: So uh, it's not like they shove us off the end of the dock and they like, see you over there. Lock um, the blank? <laughs> yeah, so I didn't do that part. But the second part of the swim test is you put on a life vest, you climb up the 15 foot uh, diving board. And I think it's 15 foot. And then you jump into the water, and you have to come up with your fist straight up in the air. Uh, if you don't come up with your fist straight up what? in the air, um, then you have to do two more tries. You Is have three that a attempts symbolic or something? It's if you have to uh, abandon ship, you come up with your fist up so that if there's anything above you in the water, you don't hit your head and get concussed. Genius. So that worked. All of my friends and the staff were like, "If you don't do this, we're going to give you uh, a, a demerit, essentially, for uh, for courage, for lack of courage." That's what the staff told me. Oh. And I was like, all right. Uh, and my friends were like, listen, man, you're a life jacket. You'll be fine. You'll float right back to the top. So I said, okay, you know what? I am um, I will do this. So I, I put the life jacket on. I went to the, the, um, the lifeguard who was on duty. I said, listen, I'm about to do this. I don't know how to swim. If when I come to the top, I'm sort of floundering and flopping around. I'm not trying to be a Patrick Swayze. I don't know what I'm doing. You might have to show instructions to me. <laughs> she says, okay, no problem. Get up there and on your own time, jump in. So I get up. I look down. <laughs> I'm staring down into the black water uh, because it looks black at this point. Uh, And I am the most scared I've ever been in my life because I almost died. I was 12 years old. I almost died. Um, Didn't our aunt have to pull you out of the water by your hair? Pulled me out, saved my life. Yeah. So I'm like, this is ridiculous. I can't believe I'm doing this. I have no idea. Uh, I I have no body control in the water. So I I, I cross my arms over my chest to hold on to my life vest because I was told that's a good idea. I plug my nose with one hand. I step off the edge, and I fall to the water. Now, when most people hit the water with a life jacket on, they go down, and they come straight back up. Um, Bob's drunkle. When I hit the, vest, the, water with a, the water with a life jacket on, I went down and flipped under the water and came up to the surface feet first.
0: <laughs> My God, that was Having that no
1: sense of myself in water, no ability, no experience doing this, no way to know what's going on, um, I was face down at the top of the pool, Now, as far as I knew, I was at the bottom of the pool. I didn't know if my life jacket had come off. I didn't know what was going on because my entire face was still covered in water. So I thought to myself, all right, everybody said I should be at the top by now. I'll unplug my nose and see if I can take a breath. What? So I unplugged. Maybe I said, maybe my face is just wet from being under the pool. I don't know. Um, Up to this point, I didn't even like getting my... I would use a face cloth to wash my face. I wouldn't even put my face in the shower. I
0: don't
1: do that either. So I unplugged my nose, take a breath, and water rushed into my nose because my face was still under the water. Um, So then at this point, I thought, all right, G.I. Joe said, if there's a drowning, if you're ever drowning, don't flail. You could hurt the person coming to save you. Lie still. So I put my arms up to my sides, and I I waited, not realizing I was floating face down at the top of the pool. I thought I was at the bottom. I didn't know what was going on. The the woman, the lifeguard, uh, I didn't know this. I was told this after the fact, was standing on the edge of the pool yelling, stop messing around. Stop messing around. This isn't a game. Stop messing around. While my friends behind her were yelling, he told you he's not messing around. He can't swim. You need to go out there. He's going to die. Mm-hmm. And my staff was yelling uh, from the top, uh, stop messing around. Flip over and swim to the edge of the pool or you're going to have to do it again.
0: Um, <laughs> oh, my God. So she,
1: one of my friends was like, I'm going in there to get him. The the, the lifeguard shoved him back, she jumped in, she swam out she was approximately 4 foot 11 maybe 85 pounds flipped me over onto my back, at this point I was able to take a breath, I realized what was going on Uh, panic set in Um, I was frozen, she said, you know, I'm going to swim to the edge of the pool, just don't move and I I couldn't move, she (laughs) swam to the edge of the pool she pulled me out, I got up on top I stood, I'm standing there soaked, dripping wet, she soaked Uh, I'm looking down at her, it's like that scene in Harry and the Hendersons when he's looking down at the mother and all I said to her was, do I have to go again? (laughs) Uh, she said, why didn't you tell me you couldn't swim? We never would have made you do this. And I was like, why didn't I? <laughs> why didn't I? Oh, my goodness. So my fear uh, is drowning. That's a good fear. <laughs> anyway, I faced it. I uh, I was the scared. That was the scared most scared I've ever been in my life. And I did it um, and I survived it. And we have to re uh, re qualify our sea survival every couple of years. And part of that is to jump in off the diving board and swim with a life jacket. It's not a life jacket, It's a giant floating Mustang jacket we wear and swim to a, an inflatable life raft and climb in. And every year we go to every time I go to do it, I look at the staff running it and I say, you can either fail me and I'll be back here to next week or you can write down that I passed, but I'm not getting in the water. <laughs> um, if we're ever in a situation in real life when the boat is going down, I'm just going to die.
0: <laughs> You've come to terms with that. So that's my fear It's pretty hard to survive In the Or Atlantic Or wherever you you are You get like Half an hour Wow Anyway um, With this being said Your first running experience Was when you were 12 Yeah I would have been 7 then Terrified of water (laughs) Your first biking experience That I ever had You flipped over the handlebars Lost your two front teeth Yeah Terrified of biking. Yeah, busted my I face. could never bike. I could never swim. I'm terrified of both things because I've watched my older
1: brother almost die twice. Yeah, flipped over my handlebars, uh, face first into the street, and I was unconscious for like two minutes on the street. My God. The friend that I had been cycling with went home <laughs> uh, because it was supper time and he, had, he couldn't be late. Oh so then I woke God. up on the street and carried my bike back home. And, and your teeth. And my teeth, face <laughs> covered in blood. Um, That's yeah,
0: terrible. Anyway, anyway so yeah because of that my our parents also had a fear of both these things I never had proper training on either of these things I'm st- I still can't swim I'm still terrified of water I'm pretty sure I can swim to live but that'd be about it I can I learned I taught myself how to bike when I was 20 um, so I, I think I still can I haven't done it since then
1: yeah um but- so that that being said, that's why – so when I when I go out now in pools and stuff like that, I don't get in the pool because every time I do, some Patrick Swayze says, oh, man, I could teach you to swim. Yeah. I could teach you – every time I've ever gotten in a pool anywhere with anybody, no matter how many times I tell them, yeah. even when I tell them, some Patrick hole is going to tell me <laughs> – you know, is going to say, I could teach you to swim, man. It's easy. They, st- they still do it, and they won't leave me alone because I'm not comfortable. They just won't leave me alone. So I – so I don't get in pool. So when we go to Joe's pool party, I will sit on the uh, in, a, in a, a comfortable lawn chair on the side. And I'm not going to get in the pool because as soon as I do, even before I get in the pool, somebody at that party, and I love all of you who are going to be there. But one of you, I guarantee there will be comments on the forums where somebody says I could teach you to swim. <laughs> I guarantee it. They put me in swim lessons after that at boot camp. I had uh, 13 weeks of swimming lessons. And by the end of it, I was able to comfortably float on my back with both hands holding the edge of the pool. Uh, and the, the wow. lifeguard You're holding having... my head above the water.
0: <laughs> oh, okay.
1: <laughs> well, congrats, dude. You, you yeah. faced your fears. That was <laughs> where I
0: was at. <laughs> um, my biggest fear are uh, whales. Oh, I've seen whales. I'm terrified of whales.
1: There's a lot of stuff down there. There are times when we're. I'll sometimes go out and just stand in the back of the ship mm-hmm. on the quarterdeck while we're yeah. sailing. Yeah. And I'll look down and I'm like, there are miles and miles of emptiness below us. Yeah, that's air Anything could come up out of that water. That's death. Uh, I I'm afraid of things that could kill you without
0: realizing it. And that's, I'm afraid of a whale eating me, not realizing it. And I'm dead. I'd rather die from a shark, like attacking me yeah. than a whale accidentally killing me.
1: Colleen asked me if I thought we were going to have a nuclear war, uh, because of the current state of affairs in the world today. And I said, don't stress yourself out about that. If it was going to happen, you'd never know. You would just not wake up. Yeah. And she was like, that's, that's comforting. worse. No,
0: that's comforting. <laughs> that's, that's,
1: that's, that's anyway so that's uh, those are our fears what are your fears let Musty know on his video
0: yeah I'm sure I've other fears like uh, you
1: know we have three questions left and we are at a minute 20 so let's fire through these yeah Uh, Traff plays games says you can only play one game for the rest of the year Splatoon 2 or Overwatch and Mrs. Q-Dog pointed out that this means we're also choosing between her and Eric
0: is Eric not going to play Splatoon though no it's not his jam try it out Eric you might like it I didn't think I would uh, this answer is easy for me. Eric I, uh,
1: <laughs> Eric and Jake are both my Overwatch buddies. Um, they are the only two that I play Overwatch that, with that do not also have Splatoon. Uh, However, my brother has Splatoon. Oh, my gosh. Do not choose me over Eric. And <laughs> Splatoon has a single-player mode that I can play on my own when I just want to get away. And it has more game modes that I, I like. And it's third-person. And it's mobile. I'm sold. It's uh, So I would have to choose Splatoon.
0: Wow. That's a tough choice. Yeah. But we still love Eric, right? And I Jake. Do.
1: Yeah. But the good news is I don't have to choose one of those games to play for the rest of the year because that's I'm a grown right. man and I can play whatever the Swayze I want.
0: That's right. So Tuesday nights, you might see play
1: a little bit with Musty. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Gisby asks, at Gisby underscore Mark with a C. Asks, for the rest of your life, would you rather play Super Mario 64 or the Atari version of E.T.? Uh, I would Wait, probably just... What, is really a question? I would probably just give up games. Why would you pick Mario 64? What are you talking about? It's Super Mario... Su- Sorry, Superman
0: 64. Oh, man, you said Super Mario. I was like, oh my God. That was a mistake. Uh, I would pick Superman
1: 64. Uh, yeah, I, only because I own an N64, I don't want to have to buy an Atari. <laughs> I guess, yeah. <laughs> uh, Retro Faith Games asks, favorite action movies? One old, one modern. Ooh, that's Jared, by the way. For... That is um, retro revolutions uh, for modern. I'm gonna say John Wick. Me too. That's what I was gonna say. Oh. It's the best action well, then, movie. Then I will say Jack Reacher. If you're gonna Ew. say John Wick, you. Oh, the first one's good. Jack Reacher's awesome gonna, until you watch John Wick. I'm gonna need to see something. How about the inside of an ambulance? Yeah, yeah. Jack Reacher's good.
0: Don't get me wrong, but not in comparison. I can't to John think Wick. of a Tom
1: Cruise movie I didn't enjoy.
0: I love Tom Cruise.
1: People who don't like Tom Cruise because of his views, I don't care. I don't care. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, I'm going to say, I'll say Jack Reacher because you're saying John Wick. Yeah. Just to give a different option. And for an older one. How old are we talking? Like 80s? Yeah, let's go 80s, 90s.
0: I could do 90s? Sure. When was the original Matrix movie? Ooh, that was 90s.
1: I'm going with that. Stick with my boy Keanu. Nice. <laughs> um, good choice. Good choice. Keanu Reeves is a great action hero. I'm. In those two uh... movies. Wasn't he in Surf Ninjas? I'm gonna say Tango and Cash. Does that count as an action movie? What Tango and Cash is one of Tango, and, Tango Cash? and Cash is one of my favorite movies. Period. You're joking. I've never heard you talk about Tango and Cash, dude. I've I watch Tango and Cash every six months.
0: You're full of it.
1: I could quote a hundred lines right now. Quote one line. Is that a proposal? All right. Um, <laughs> I don't even know if that's true, but Mr. Cash, do you have anything to say? Uh, yeah, yeah, I do. No, no, you don't. Yeah, uh, I just want to say this whole thing is Evan Bullass. <laughs> wow! All right. Yeah. You've sold me. I now want to watch Tango and Cash. Dude, it's so good. You I broke, assumed it was a comedy. You broke that jaw? Is it oh, not man. a it, comedy? It is. It's an action comedy. Action it's comedy. an action co- buddy cop comedy. It's great. Tango, Cash, Cash, Tango. <laughs> all yeah. right, all right. <laughs> oh, on. man, it's so good. <laughs> all
0: right, next. we got to hurry up, man.
1: Uh, and the last... Qu- that's it. That's the last question. Oh, we ran out of time. So if you are... Thank you very much for listening. If you are listening to this on iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play, please head over to www.cartridgeclub.org. We can check out this and other great podcast videos, and blogs from our community. If you're already a member of the Cartridge Club, you can head to www.patreon.com slash cartridgeclub, where you can donate as much or as little as you like, and every cent donated goes directly to Improving the Club, with some new things coming soon. I'm player one.
0: I am player two. CC Unite.